Well, this is the first Sunday of the new year. And uh, for those who got our new year card, we're saying that, what's it going to be like? Economically and politically, it's going to be difficult. I was reminded, actually, in that verse in Isaiah 21, verse 11. Calleth to me, watchman, what of the night? What of the night? Always fascinated me that uh, verse, uh, watchman, watching up on the tower and somebody shouting up to him. What of the night? What are the dangers ahead? And we're entering 2011. What of 2011? I think spiritually we're going to see churches going from error to error following the teachings of those who promote various evil doctrines, those who have crept in unawares. But we're reminded, thank God, in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 5, Paul tells the Thessalonians, We are not of the night, nor of darkness. Ye are all the children of light, the children of the day. We talked about this the other night, and we were saying that Christians are people who look forward to the morning. Jesus said, the day is far spent. Night is at hand, but we are looking forward to the morning. We're reminded in Genesis, the way the days operated in the Old Testament. It says, and the evening and the morning were the first day. Genesis 1 and verse 8, and the evening and the morning were the second day. Then it goes on, the evening and the morning were the third day, and the evening and the morning were the fourth day, and the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And God saw everything that he had made, and it was very good, and the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Genesis 2 verse 3, and God blessed the seventh day, and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. And we don't read, and the evening and the morning were the seventh day. Because that points through to the time when each one of us, those who are Christians, will rest in glory, rest in the presence of God, And that's something which we all look forward to. Oh yes, the evening is dark and the night can be dark. But we look forward to the morning. That bright and glorious morning on that bright and happy day. When we'll all be gathered together with our blessed Lord and Saviour. I was conscious as we approach this 
when I was doing some of these notes, we come week by week, and we come and we pray and listen to God's word, and we pray that each one of us throughout 2011, as we go through this new year, we need to be aware of and yield to the Spirit of the Lord in our lives. It's a lovely hymn we used to sing. I think at the start of a new year, we should think about this. Lord, speak to me that I may speak in living echoes of thy tone. And it was that, that expression, that I may speak in living echoes of thy tone. An echo always repeats exactly what the person says. And the writer here was asking that he would always speak exactly what God had told him to speak. God's word is usurped and twisted and people don't speak in living echoes of thy tone. And may we throughout this year pray this prayer. We'll go right through the hymn before we get down to Deuteronomy. Lord, speak to me that I may speak in living echoes of thy tone. As thou hast sought, so let me seek thy erring children, lost and lone. O lead me, Lord, that I may lead the wandering and the wavering feet. O feed me, Lord, that I may feed thy hungering ones with manna sweet. O strengthen me, that while I stand firm on the rock and strong in thee, I may stretch out a loving hand to wrestlers with the troubled sea. O teach me, Lord, that I may teach the precious things thou dost impart, and wing my words, that they may reach the hidden depths of many a heart. O give thine own sweet rest to me, that I may speak with soothing power a word in season, as from thee, to weary ones in needful hour. O fill me with thy fullness, Lord, until my very heart o'erflow in kindling thought and glowing word, thy love to tell, thy praise to show. O oh, use me, Lord, use even me, just as thou wilt, and when, and where, until thy blessed face I see, thy rest, thy joy, thy glory share. Amen. What a wonderful prayer. What a wonderful hymn. I thought that expression there was, was lovely. Just like a fire, isn't it? Oh, fill me with thy fullness, Lord, until my very heart o'erflow in kindling thought and glowing word. But the kindling, let's be the kindling that'll start the fire to glow in someone else's heart. For his name's sake. Today we start a new year 
Soon the Israelites in Deuteronomy were going to have a new start in the promised land. And Moses was preparing for that great event. You know, we believe that soon our Lord will return for his church. Are we also prepared and preparing for that great event, for his coming to take his church to be with himself? Let's look at Deuteronomy 33, a very short reading this morning, verse 12. And of Benjamin he said, The beloved of the Lord shall dwell in safety by him, and the Lord shall cover him all the day long, and he shall dwell between his shoulders. Moses is continuing his blessings of the tribes prior to his death. And we come to Benjamin, the youngest son of Jacob and Rachel, Joseph's full brother. It's a rather short blessing, nonetheless a very lovely one. Benjamin's name means the beloved of the Lord. I'm going to divide the, the blessing into three sort of short little sections. The beloved of the Lord shall dwell in safety by him. You know, we are the beloved of the Lord. What a privileged position to be in. He loved me and gave himself for me. Greater love hath no man than this. Jesus said at the baptism of Jesus and at the transfiguration and when the heavens opened and God spoke of his son he said this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased our saviour was loved beloved of his father but as we look through scripture we see another glorious truth Paul writing to the church at Rome Romans 1 7 to all that be in Rome beloved of God called to be saints grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ beloved of God 2 Thessalonians 2 13 but we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord. Because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Beloved of God, beloved of the Lord. What a wonderful privilege to be in that position. Oh yes, God spoke of his son as his beloved son. Paul tells us that we are beloved of God and beloved of the Lord. The book of the Song of Solomon, we see there quite often the church is typified. And here we have in Song of Solomon 7 verse 10 I am my beloved's and his desire is toward me 
I am my beloved's, and his desire is toward me. All through scripture we see the love of God expressed in his love of the church through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians 5.25 Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Beloved of the Lord. We see another great truth in Song of Solomon 6, 6 verse 3. I am my beloved's, and my beloved's is mine. What a privilege to be able to say that my Saviour is mine and I am his. I am his and he is mine. He is mine and I am his. Look at the preceding verse in Song of Solomon 6 uh, and verses 2 and 3. My beloved is gone down into his garden to the beds of spices, to feed in the gardens, and to gather lilies. I am my beloved's, and my beloved is mine. My beloved is gone. My Saviour has gone away to prepare a place for me. As he said that where I am, there ye may be also. But even though my Saviour has gone away, I can still say, I am my beloved's, and he is mine, because he's gone away to prepare a place for me. 1 Peter 1 verse 7. These are lovely verses. That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honour and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom, having not seen, ye love. Though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. What did the girl say in Song of Solomon's, My beloved is gone. But I am my beloved's, and he is mine. Whom having not seen, ye love. In whom though now ye see him not, yet believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. You know, we repeat uh, the verses sometimes in First Thessalonians 9 and 10, uh, chapter 1 and verse 9 and 10. May we be like this church. For they themselves show us what manner of entering in we had unto you, and how ye turned to God from idols to serve the living God and the true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us, from the wrath to come he's coming back to take us to be with himself and to deliver us from the wrath to come another great thought is that we have been brought into God's banqueting house 
No more should we feast on the food offered to idols of the world and to drink at the world's broken cisterns. Song of Solomon 2 verse 4 He brought me to the banqueting house and his banner over me is love. We used to sing that chorus. He brought me into his banqueting house and his banner over me is love. You know, a few weeks ago, we're going to mention it again, we mentioned Mephibosheth in Second Samuel chapter 9. David, because of his love for Jonathan, Saul's son, sought out Mephibosheth and brought him to the king's table. He brought him to the banqueting house. 2 Samuel 9.13 So Mephibosheth dwelt in Jerusalem for he did eat continually at the king's table and was lame on both his feet. What a privilege for Mephibosheth who was living in terror and fear to hear that the king loved him. He wanted him to dine at the king's table. But how much more privileged we are to sit at the table of the King of Kings. My soul finds rest in, in God alone. My salvation comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. Psalm 4 verse 3 Know that the Lord hath set apart him that is godly for himself. Isn't that that a wonderful verse? God hath set apart the person that is godly who loves and honours God. He set him apart for himself. Amazing. And no one could touch Mephibosheth because he was under the banner of the king you know we have been sealed with the Holy Spirit we're sealed we've got God's seal upon us no stranger could come into the king's palace and accuse Mephibosheth because he was there at the will And because of the love of King David. No stranger must be allowed to tamper with that. On whom the king's seal is affixed. 2 Timothy 2.19 Nevertheless the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity the Lord knows us what did that verse in Psalm 4 say know that the Lord hath set apart him that is godly for himself wonderful and God says Proverbs 23:26, my son Give me thine heart and let thine eyes 
observe my ways. Oh, when we think of all that the Lord Jesus Christ has done and the privileged position into which we are brought as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, he pleads, give me thine heart and let thine eyes observe my ways. May we respond to the voice of wisdom in Proverbs. Our Lord, as he calls us, it says, Proverbs 1 verse 20, Wisdom shouts in the street. She lifts her voice in the square. At the head of the noisy street she cries out. At the entrance of the gates in the city she utters her sayings. How long, O naive ones, will you love being simple-minded? And scoffers delight themselves in scoffing and fools hate knowledge. Turn to my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. And we shall dwell in safety with God. Look at the second section of this blessing. The Lord shall cover him all the day long. The Lord shall cover him all the day long. And that word cover there means shelter, shield, and surround him. Now the important words of this promise is the person making the promise. The Lord. In the world today we have many wars and skirmishes being carried on. South Korea is being harassed by North Korea. We are just thinking about this. Now there would be little comfort to South Korea if Andorra, that little state in the middle of Spain, was to say, don't worry, we'll take care of your problems. Quite a ludicrous proposition. But sadly, the world today, and in this world, there are many who put their trust in many fables and untruths rather than the God of heaven. But God says, the important thing is, who says it? Psalm 62 verse 5, My soul, wait thou only upon God. (laughs) For my expectation is from Him. Many Christians say that their expectation is from God. That they're living by faith. But do not wait only upon God. They trust their fellow men. Before they trust God. We are covered. We are protected. By our Saviour. He could say. While in John 17 verse 12 while I was with them in the world I kept them in thy name 
those that thou gavest me, I have kept, I have guarded, I have preserved, I have held them fast. That's what he was saying to God his Father, about you and about me. Are we resting in the safety which our Saviour provides? What a fellowship, what a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness, what a peace is mine, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how bright the path grows from day to day, leaning on the everlasting arms. What have I to dread? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arms. I have blessed peace with my Lord so near. Leaning on the everlasting arms. Leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all alarms. Leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. Are we leaning on the promises of God that he will protect us and cover us daily in our walk with him through 2011. Then we come to the third little section here. He shall dwell between his shoulders. He shall dwell between his shoulders. Now this can, seems to have two meanings. The thought that we are carried on the shoulders of our Lord as we have looked at in previous weeks. The good shepherd carried the lost sheep home on his shoulders to the safety of the fold. He layeth it, it says, on his shoulders rejoicing. What a wonderful assurance that gives us in our Lord Jesus Christ. He has the shoulders that can hold us up day by day. And then the thought perhaps is that our Saviour living with us through his Holy Spirit. He shall dwell between his shoulders. Christ shall dwell with us day by day supporting us. He has come to tabernacle to dwell with us. You know we've been looking at the uh, tabernacle some time ago. And God said to Moses, I want to come and dwell with this people. But they had so many rituals to go through. The average uh, person in Israel had not got that personal relationship with his God. But Jesus Christ, when he left this world, he prayed to his Father who sent the Holy Spirit to tabernacle to dwell with each one of us. Hebrews 2.11 brings this out. He, for both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one. For which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Sanctified. To be separated from profane things and dedicated to God. He calls us his brethren. Those who are sanctified separated for his use he calls us his brethren and he is not ashamed to do that may we live 
separated from the world and dedicated to his service day by day. So there we leave Benjamin, dwelling in safety, covered and guarded by his Lord, supported on my Saviour's shoulders and indwelt by his Holy Spirit. A privileged place where we too may dwell. A wonderful Saviour is Jesus my Lord, a wonderful Saviour to me. He hideth my soul in the cleft of a rock where rivers of pleasure I see. A wonderful Saviour is Jesus my Lord. He taketh my burden away. He holdeth me up that I shall not be moved. He giveth me strength as my day. With numberless blessings each moment he crowns and filled with his fullness divine I sing in my rapture O glory to God for such a redeemer is mine. When clothed in his brightness transported I rise to meet him in clouds of the sky his perfect salvation his wonderful love I'll shout with the millions on high. He hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock that shadows a dry, thirsty land. He hideth my soul with the depth of his love and covers me there with his hand. And covers me there with his hand. <laughs>